Hello, for lack of a title, fans and listeners. This week's episode is about routines, the benefits, the drawbacks, and, you know, essentially the control that we either lose or gain by them. We have the wonderful Abe Larson on, and we hope you enjoy his suave voice. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our podcast. Yeah, trust me. I I know better than to go to the store and buy moldy lettuce, all right? I know you might think you that was me, expired but yogurt. look, I don't want to I don't want to name just names. Just bought expired yogurt. But starts with an L, rhymes with Evi Larson. <laughs> if you want to talk, if you want to address this moldy lettuce deal business, then hang up the phone. He's the fellow you might want to get your grocery list out of here, bro. I hope you figure this out. I'll talk to you later. Did you just call me lettuce. No, the moldy lettuce you bought last week. Levi lettuce, that's your name. <laughs> Levi <laughs> moldy lettuce. Have you ever seen moldy lettuce? lettuce? I don't know if I've been born moldy lettuce. lettuce. Yeah. Have you ever seen yeah. moldy lettuce? I've seen like spoiled lettuce. It's all brownish and. So you've never seen moldy lettuce? Is what you're know because, no, I haven't seen it. Wow. Have you? No. So your fake phone call was fake. No. <laughs> I'm not the one that bought it. I'm, it your fake call about a fake lies. experience and a fake person. <laughs> Hello, uh, listeners. Welcome to For Lack of a Title. My name is Ryan Hearn. Oh, I'm Ethan Warren. I'm Levi Larson. <laughs> and I'm Abe Larson. <coughs> guest today. Abe is our guest. You were on back in... When did we record Happiness? Back in 1999. January? How long ago was that? That was a long time ago. I was ago, actually, right? that was I a while like ago. I was on after that. Oh, yeah. were you? We had the family, uh, what is it, relationships? Oh, uh, superficiality. Superficial family relationships. Yeah, when right, Levi right. learned that he sucks at being a brother. <laughs> 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 Joke. He's a, great, he's a great, he's a great brother. That's fantastic. Abe, uh, we appreciate you coming up from your place of work. That is not your permanent place of work, but you're just a little closer, so we appreciate oh, that. Thank you. Technically, your place of work is from home, so. Home Make is where Abe home. is. Abe is at home with Levi. He takes home with him. Yes. <laughs> I saw. So, anyways, <laughs> this is totally off topic, and our viewers might not appreciate this, but today, there's this guy I follow on Instagram that I don't really know him that well, but he was in my mission, and he's like probably in his 60s. He's just like this older guy, and he's cool, right? But right. He, like, posted something today on, like, Facebook or Instagram, and he was, like, at the public library. He's, like, you're at the public library. Thankfully, now my office is wherever I am with my Samsung Note 9. And I was, like, what? <laughs> I don't know. It was just really weird. It was just, like, this really weird selfie of nothing. And he was just, like, thankfully, my office is wherever I am with my Samsung Galaxy Note 9. Isn't that funny? This is the least. <laughs> this is the least funny joke you've said on the podcast. Maybe if we knew the guy. Yeah, if you knew, well, no. To me, you don't even have to know the guy. Just the fact that some random dude would be like, thankfully, <laughs> with with my phone, my office comes with me wherever I go. Like, so, so like I said, anyways. <laughs> Ethan is a drunk skunk tonight. Ethan did not. I would laugh at that even if I was awake. He he got back off of work. What time do you normally get off work? Six thirty. I got he, off at six thirty. He only slept till like well then yeah. I mean, he, I slept for like probably five hours. He didn't sleep that much, but anyways, Levi, any announcements? Any exciting stuff? Uh, this is our fortieth episode. Fortieth episode. So we're ten more to fifty. Super excited. Over the hill. Over the hill, people. It's. Uh, it's <laughs> It's almost been a year. We've, if we have 40 episodes, it's it's weird. Sometimes we'll go back and I'll like try and check how episodes are doing, and I'll, there's a lot of scrolling. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, we just appreciate all the support that people have given us. Honestly, I mean, if we weren't at least... We would have stopped by now if people weren't actually listening and we hadn't gotten positive feedback. Mm-hmm. So if you're lying to us, please keep lying because we're enjoying this. <laughs> we so. love it. We're it's been it's been a fulfilling experience. I can speak for myself, and I'm sure Ethan and Ryan can can mirror this. That we like to think that this is something that I don't know makes a makes a difference in people's lives. It makes a difference in our lives. These conversations are are real for us, and they typically end up altering our thinking to some extent on these topics. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, with our 40th episode, I am actually going to uh, throw this over to Abe because this episode is um, 
Yeah, pretty much inspired by Abe. So, Abe, kind of describe how you came to the point where you were thinking... Wait. Oh, here we go. Before we throw it over to Abe, we'd just like to shout out to our sponsor, the Samsung <laughs> Galaxy. Oh, <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. The Samsung Galaxy Note 9. Where your office is wherever you are. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Sorry. Abe, please. Such a great, nice great, great Samsung sponsorship. <laughs> yeah. Um... <clears throat> So, <laughs> if, if we had Samsung sponsors, this video recording setup would not look nearly as ghetto as it does. Oh my gosh. If you could see this. Okay, so, uh, actually this idea came when I was listening to one of the podcasts, and I was listening to these guys, and I was like, it sort of sounds like they're talking about routines, almost-ish, and I had this idea, like, man, you know, routines are beneficial like they really make an impact on people's lives so I want to talk about how routines impact people's lives and and we were actually talking about this what are what are some of the like we we're trying to find what a routine was we realized that honestly there's a lot of stuff that can be routines um, you know anything, everything from waking up in the morning to brushing your teeth washing your hands after you go to the bathroom or not washing your hands <laughs> after you go to the bathroom is a routine um, got to build that immune system right yes and infect the world um, it spread, you know, diseases and whatnot. <laughs> so, and even if nobody gets sick, it's just the germs. I mean, yeah, yeah, the yeah. You know, it. Like, it's like, it's sort of like vaccination, I guess. <laughs> anyways, anyways. But, <laughs> but, so those are routines, like, um, working out's routines, but why, like, why are routines important? What are they, how do they help? How do they maybe hinder us? So that's sort of the things we want to talk about today. Awesome. Hey, Ben, uh, Levi, what is the takeaway that we're hoping viewers yeah. leave with? So we're hoping this episode is a little bit unique in a sense that typically we extend an invitation to you listeners. Uh, and we do inadvertently extend it to ourselves, but there's never any follow-up on that. This one we want to have some follow-up on. So a month from now, we are going to fall in this episode. By the end, we're going to have committed to trying to, to do a new routine in our lives. Each of us has something picked. And if they don't have something picked, we pray that they pick it by the end. And then one month from now, we're going to talk about that. Talk about how it impacted us, how it was hard, how it was difficult. Uh, with that, we're going to try and interact with you on social media to see how that has been affecting you. So... Okay. Turn the air conditioning off. Just had to turn the AC off. <laughs> okay, awesome. So I am actually going to start off with our first question to Abe, if that's okay. Abe, what are the benefits of having routines, of developing these uh, these things in our lives? So I originally had this thought, and I was thinking about this. There's one, something that's been routine for me, literally, for I'm trying to think how long now. Oh, since I was 14. Um, and it's regular exercise uh, and I started to think about all the reasons why I exercise and there some, some of these things we don't know and I, even myself some of the, the benefits of it I didn't recognize until recently um, but there's multiple reasons why I have the regular routine of exercising and <clears throat> so one of them uh, honestly like I'm just going to be honest here there's a little bit of vanity behind it. Like, <laughs> look at those guys, young, young daddy. It's nice to <laughs> young feel daddy. <laughs> young daddy. Oh man. It like, it is a confidence thing, right? Exercising helps me feel confident about myself. So that's nice. Um, and that is a portion of it, but that's honestly, that's probably, I don't know, 15, 20% of it. Another big thing. And I think, um, my family, I guess we talk about how we struggle from depression. I don't know if it's depression. I don't know if it's just normal everyday life where we all, you get down and you need something to pick you up. But exercising, I notice when I haven't exercised, like well, I've gotten off for a week or maybe two weeks. Like I legitimately feel <laughs> I've gotten off for a week. I've gotten off for like four years in a row. <laughs> but um, I'm close to like, I'm going to have a century falling off the workout gosh. wagon. But... I've gotten off and I'll, I legitimately, like emotionally, I, I don't feel as happy or like I'm, I just, I'm not as, have as much energy and uh, I'm like, oh, it's because I haven't been working out. I need to go work out. So I do that and it helps me, it helps me be happier. So that's another thing. Another thing it does, and I've realized this, everyone has those days when like you have jobs that you, you hate 
and you just get off from work and you literally don't want to do anything. You're like, I don't want to do anything. I don't have anything planned tonight. I don't have anything planned this week for friends. I don't have anything on the horizon. Like, <laughs> life is sucking right now. <laughs> Dang, I feel targeted. <laughs> Wait, why do you feel targeted? <laughs> but, and I like, literally I've had those days and I get done and uh, I don't want to exercise. But I go and do it, and when I force myself through my exercise, like, I get done and I'm motivated to do things. Like, I'm working on a book. It's like, oh, I totally want to go work on my book. Whereas before I exercised, I didn't want to exercise, didn't want to do my book, nothing. Like, I have this almost, like, mental and, like, emotional drive to do more things. And so I've realized that, and so I force myself to work out on days I don't want to because I know it'll help me do other things that I want to do. So, yeah. That's awesome. And anyway, that's why Abe has a six-pack. That's why Abe has washboard abs. And we Abe doesn't pay for washing machines. He just goes to the oh gym. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Levi, what do you think? What are some benefits of having uh, routines? In general, or are you talking, or you want me to speak to my routines? Uh, your routines. Okay. Um, so I can speak to good and bad, but I'll just talk about the good right now. Some of the routines that I think have been most influential for me are, first and foremost, I've mentioned this before, I keep a playlist of music that has a lot of topics on it that I either disagree with or are too heavy for me to, I don't want to say talk about, or to to bring up on a day-to-day basis. It's actually just Barney music, guys. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> um, so... I make a point of listening to this playlist. It, it's not... This isn't something that I say I'm going to listen to this playlist every Thursday. Every couple weeks, I try and pull it up and listen to the songs in it. And it gives me the opportunity to, A, hear people express viewpoints through music that are different from mine. And it gives me the opportunity to understand why they believe that. A prime example of this is gun control. I am a huge gun advocate. But I listen to a lot of music where people talk about the need for gun control and the violence that comes from guns. And I do that because I think it's important to keep my viewpoint in check and to understand that there are people that have a completely different experience than mine in terms of guns. I also listen to a lot of music on that playlist that is pretty heavy. It talks about the... I don't know, not the dangers, but just the horrific reality of sex trafficking in the world and the difficult struggles that women go through in this world. And I don't always get to bring up that topic with people a lot, but listening to that music helps me, I guess, have that conversation internally and think about it more. And that's really beneficial for me because I think think it keeps me in check. We have an episode where we talked about societal echo chambers that's the routine that I employ to keep me out of my own echo chamber another example of a a routine that I have is I'm trying to think of which one of these ones I want to address oh this this is pretty simple and this is different than what I think most of us are going to talk to but Jesslyn my fiance and I decided that we wanted to have dinner together every night and that's pretty basic I think most people choose to have dinner together every night but the reason why we chose that is we realized there's not a ton of opportunities for us to have a full conversation throughout the day, especially when I'm a workaholic and I just do way too much or I'm on my phone sending emails and on phone calls. And so we set aside, set the goal that every night we're going to eat dinner together and as many as we can, we're going to make dinner together. It ensures that we have time to have conversation that we're working together for something and we can just focus on each other. And I have noticed a difference in our relationship on the days where, or the weeks where we consistently eat dinner together and the weeks where typically I put it off to go do something else. It changes. It's harder to connect. And that's something that I've been really glad to do and she's definitely been the, the pushing force behind that. But I've noticed a lot of really positive things from, from her encouragement to do that. So I'm curious with your routine of, you know, kind of listening to these songs, the music that, you know, contains opposing viewpoints, um, from you, 
like what what inspired that routine? I, I'm curious because like I've never heard a routine like that. Like I've heard oh of my head. I've heard of people going and like Ethan has the routine of his phone going off in every podcast. <laughs> for the record, that was that was my routine to wake up for our weekend meeting. <laughs> <laughs> so that's perfect. No shade. <laughs> So I've heard of people who, like, you know, maybe go and listen to lectures or read articles, but I've never heard music as, you know, a form of learning about opposing viewpoints. What what inspired that routine? Yeah. If you ever listen, I'll, I'll, I'll list off a couple songs that I listen to, but a lot of these artists, when they're, when they're singing about something, when they're choosing a topic, they're very <clears throat> passionate about it. They're, they're trying to get their money. opinion out. Yeah, they're trying <laughs> to get money, but like they're passionate about the green. They're also trying to, to do what, what some politicians do in speeches. They want to change the world, in my opinion. A prime example of a band is is Flowbots. Super, super left band that talk a lot about climate change. I don't disagree with climate change, so I should... I agree with climate change. <laughs> we need to fix that, but they talk about a lot of things that maybe slide the direction that I'm not in. Uh, there are some songs by... Okay, maybe I shouldn't list off all these artists. I there was going to say. There's some songs by some hardcore rappers <laughs> that sing a lot about I the struggles that women go through. I might reference one of them that you didn't reference later. <laughs> so, anyways. The, 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 talk about the, the struggles that women go through. And I remember when I would listen to these songs, I could tell that they were passionate about it, and I could tell that this is a person that wants to see change. They're not just, I don't know, they're not just blowing smoke. There's a problem, and they want to see it change, and they're trying to make a difference. And I can connect with that passion. Even if it's in a viewpoint that's completely opposite of mine, I can connect with that passion. And another reason is it's just it's just easier for me. I listen to a lot of music when I'm walking around, probably too much, but it's easy for me to go on a drive or walk to class and listen to one of those songs and remind myself, Levi, there are other people that are just as passionate about the opposite thing that you think you're, that you're so passionate about. And neither of you are 100% wrong. So Levi also just does freestyle rap battles with himself against himself (laughs) with opposing viewpoints. That's how he works through things. Have you ever seen him? (laughs) (laughs) My roommates love it. I actually have a side SoundCloud channel that is raps by Ginger1994. Kanye West? (laughs) For your Kanye breath. Have you seen that video? No, I'm not. Ethan, what do you think? What are, what are some of the benefits that uh, you've experienced because of some of your personal routines? Well, I just want to start off by saying I'm surprised when Abe said he's had the routine since he was 14 because I'm trying to think of anything I've had since that for that long, and I'm no. like, oh, gosh. I'm not sure I've had any routines that I've done for more than... You have plenty, dude. You're, you're a member. Yeah, yeah, you pray every so, day? I try to. That's a, that's a routine, that's a, dude. Yeah, I guess that's true. Reading the scriptures? Yeah. Routine. That's probably the first one that I'd say is, is reading that. That's one thing that I do a lot, um, that I've done a lot recently. Um, and I always try to read, and it's funny because I tell people I like to read, and they ask me, like, well, what do you like to read? And then I never know how to answer that because I'm like, well, I just pretty much will read whatever looks interesting to me. Which you can probably, I mean, maybe you guys can relate oh, to, yeah. like, I, sometimes I end up with, like, the most random books, right? Yeah. Um, like, I think this summer I bought a book. It was, like, some psychology book about, like, the subconscious aspect of the mind and then the next book I bought was like a history of the Middle East <laughs> and I haven't finished either one but I've read a good amount of, of each well the first one mostly but and then now I'm reading a book by Steinbeck so I don't know Somehow I need to develop a better habit of finish, finishing these books before I start new <laughs> ones because I tend to like start like six books and then whichever one I finish first is it happens but I like to read because it helps me to kind of like Levi said it helps you to, to see new viewpoints and it helps me I like to read because I mean, it, it, it expands my perspective, right? I get new perspective on issues that I didn't know anything about or maybe I thought I understood and maybe I see the, the opposing viewpoint a lot. Um, but it's just, it reminds me how much I don't know, if that makes sense. Because I think that the less I read or like the less I, the less I challenge myself to learn new things or to interact with new ideas, it's easier for me to be more confident about what I know and think like, oh, like, I've got a pretty idea of how the world works and you know, I'm not wrong about it. But once I challenge that and once I allow myself to be like, well, how do other people think the world works? Then I start to realize like, okay, maybe I don't actually know what I'm talking about. And I think that's good because I think 
I don't think it's good to be like overconfident in your worldview or to be like, you know, if you don't agree with me, then you're wrong. And I think reading is a way that I can help keep myself from thinking that I'm right about everything. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I feel weird sitting in this chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know what to say after that. It was going so great, Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> Lost all credibility. Lost right? the last yeah. second. <laughs> the whole chair thing. Um, you know, as, as Abe was starting off sharing his example of like weightlifting and, um, you know, some of the things he said made me think of an example that I have with routines, which is going out on drives. And, you know, I, I've, that's something that I've always loved doing just, you know, driving around town, exploring, you know, where I'm currently living. And, you know, even if I am in another place, it's just wherever I am, I love driving around and like looking at houses and again, just exploring and, I don't think that I ever stopped to ask myself, like, why? Like, beyond just the fact that I like driving, like, I never stopped to, you know, ask myself, why Why do I do this? What is this accomplishing? Um, but then something Abe was saying just made me think about, you know, dig a little deeper with driving. And, um, you know, I, I think for me, this, this routine of driving that I have, it's, for me, it's an escape. It's an escape from just the everyday stressors, the, you know, just everything that maybe not isn't necessarily negative or bad, but that just combines and makes me feel heavy, you know, makes me just feel like, oh man, like this is, you know, I still need to do this. I, you know, still have these goals or like these things I need to do like this with work, this with school, like, you know, how can I be a better husband to Ashley and, you know, all these different things. And, um, you know, and going on drives, I just like get outside of myself and I, you know, that element of exploring, of seeing new places, new things. I just, you know, everything else fades away. And, and that's, I don't know, that's interesting to me because then I ask myself, you know, is that, I mean, it's been good for me. It's so far, like I haven't found that I've, you know, totally procrastinated like important things or, you know, put off certain responsibilities that, that I hold in life. But then I ask myself, you know, if, if through this routine I'm trying to escape, is that good? Like, is that a good thing? And, um, you know, right off the bat, I think it is. It's like an, it's a healthy escape. You know, it's kind of a way for me to wind down, for me to like, you know, regain my my senses, my cool or, or whatever it is. And so, but, but again, it's just fascinating because... As long as you're obeying the rules. As long, there we go. Oh yeah. Gosh. As long as I'm, I'm sorry. legal. You know? <laughs> But, but yeah, it's just interesting because beforehand I just, you know, when I thought of routines, I was like very, you know, narrowly thinking of like getting up and brushing your teeth or doing this. And then I realized like, wow, I have a lot of other routines that help me out. And I don't even realize that maybe they are routines they are just so ingrained in my life. Subconsciously. Right. Yeah. And, um, and I don't know if we already mentioned this, we wanted to make sure to mention that like some of you might be hearing these things and say like, Oh, well that's a habit. That's not a routine or whatever, but you know. We're using we are, the word very loosely. Right. It's our podcast. It's our podcast. We, we <laughs> say we do find things. For lack of a definition, guys. Right, right. Yeah, right. Quite, quite consistently. <laughs> but yeah, and, and so I guess that's what's cool because, you know, for me, I've come to realize that there are routines that I see other people do that I'm like, man, if I want to be successful, I should really, like, engage in those routines or develop those routines. But, like, the more I think about it, the, the routines that I've personally developed for myself – Maybe they're not super rare or unique, but like, you know, that, that come from a need that I need to, you know, fulfill in my life. They're so much more meaningful. And, and again, kind of like you were saying, like, I, I, I didn't even realize that they played as big of a part in my life. So can I, there's something interesting. You said that, that I realized. Um, so when he was talking about, I think one of the things that, I've tried to make a routine is being aware of how I feel and why like realizing okay I'm feeling a certain way why am I feeling that way and I think when I started to dive into some of my routines and think about why I did this thing is when I realized psychologically like subconsciously I knew what I needed if I didn't know it on the surface and my I was doing things to fulfill that sort of like your drives right like there's there's this study that our we have specific types of brain waves your brain like there's high high like it's not high energy but high like frequency high involvement so like you're doing lots of things like multitasking brain uh, wave yeah. that's a different kind of brain wave but you have to have all of them to have healthy mental capacity mental functioning and one of them is sort of like 
low doing nothing, like the escape thing. That is necessary. And mm-hmm. so I think those things will pop up. Like Ryan subconsciously knew like, hey, I need, I need, to escape. I need an escape to reset myself mentally. And so he did that. So that's what's really interesting. Right. Well, I think the other part that's interesting to this whole discussion is that each of us have developed routines that fit a, I don't want to say a set criteria for each person, but that are very different. Abe has a very regimented schedule with, with working out, and perhaps you need to have more regimented schedule. But I think sometimes in our lives when we think about developing habits or saying we want to take on more routines, we try and take them on in a sense that someone else has taken them on, right? I feel like I need to, to work out more, be more active. So I need to go to the gym seven days a week, six days a week. I realized last semester that with the volume of stuff I take on each semester, it's most realistic for me to say, I want to go to the gym three times a week. That's just what's most realistic to me. And we talked about this in our motivational episode, but I think that's important because it discourages you. And if you really want to develop a routine that's good for you, it needs to happen in your own way. Perhaps that means that it's not super defined, or perhaps that means that it's not incredibly consistent but I think it's important that you're conscientious of what you need and how this affects you. And don't try and alter your life or develop something positive for your life the way that somebody else did it for theirs because you're totally different. You know, Ethan choosing to read books, Ethan reads books while he's at break at work, and that works for him. It's an opportunity for him to gain more knowledge. I absolutely could not do that. It just wouldn't work for me. Yeah. That's interesting because, you know, I'm going to jump a little bit, but one of our questions is what are the drawbacks routines? And, you know, Levi, I agree with you that, you know, if we try to replicate routines of others, like, you know, step for step, that could be, you know, even detrimental to us just because, you know, again, we need to customize, we need to personalize it. But, you know, kind of opening the door to like thinking of drawbacks of routines in general, like, you know, Abe, Abe I'm curious, curious on your thoughts, like in general with routines, are there drawbacks? Could could drawbacks, you know, arise or negative consequences? Like even if you try to establish, you know, intentionally or unintentionally, like these routines in your life. Yeah, I think um, definitely one of the one of the potential drawbacks of routines. Like I think it's a we have a psychological need for like spontaneity, spont- spontaneous things to happen. Spontaneity? Spont- I don't know what the word is. Ingenuity? Why do I forget words? Words are like forgotten on this podcast. People forget English, words. You, you majored in English. But anyway, yeah. you're writing a so book. So like, like that's actual like psychological sort of need. Like we need something to come that we're not expecting. And uh, one of the drawbacks of a routine is it's very, often they're very set, very regimented. And so whatever the routine can be, if your life can start to become monotonous mm-hmm. and you're kind of just like, I do the same thing every day. Like, what is the point? And so if you, if you have, if your life is just straight routines, there is no, like, I guess you could have the routine of being spontaneous, but, <laughs> but, it's but quite cool. you think yeah. about it, like, so. One of the things too, I've I've had like the same breakfast drink for about two years. Yeah, you have. And I like it's good, but sometimes you're just like, I'm so tired of this shake. <laughs> like I want something different, and, and I take breaks from it. But no, there are there are routines that can take over your life that are they're bad. Like you just keep doing it, and I'm. I'm going long, but that's okay. One of the things here that's, that's interesting routines can also cause us to lose sight of why we started doing it in the first place mm-hmm. so that we're not actually doing it for the original cause. We're doing it to check a box and then it's not helping us. It's just become something that we do. And like to give an example, if I, if I may, yes. Um, you have permission. Thank you. I, <laughs> Levi gave me the permission. <laughs> I used to have this routine Every Sunday, I would go on a walk, and I would listen to rap music at night. And it was late at night. It was like 11 o'clock. I would go out for you about... You listen to rap on Sunday? I know, right? <laughs> it's terrible. It was, it was probably the same artist that I was afraid to say. But, uh... And I, the Can't reason I would... The re- yes. He's a terrible <laughs> artist. <laughs> no. Um, but I'd go out, and I'd literally walk around town in the dark for like... 
an hour, two hours, and I'd listen to music. And at the time, I was just dealing with a lot of emotional things. So I'd really get to a point every Sunday night where I just couldn't do it anymore. I was like, I can't, I can't do it anymore. I can't take everything. I need to go, go on a walk and just, you know, calm. That was what I thought the point of the walk was. But I, I realized after doing this for maybe a year that like it wasn't achieving that goal. Like honestly, it was actually making things worse. And so I had this routine, but it wasn't even helping me. It wasn't achieving the original goal. And so I had to rethink it and I had to change it. That's interesting. Ethan, have you ever had an experience like that where you started a routine for a specific purpose, but then that purpose is either not being met or has changed and it just becomes kind of a checklist type thing? Yeah, well, this is... Okay, this might be coming out of left field. Hopefully it's not too bad. All right. We love it when you come out but of left field. As we're having this conversation, I'm thinking about routines and thinking about things that I've done. One thing that I've noticed is like I like to hike, and I have been hiking a lot since I started this recent job. But before I was working, I was going on a lot of hikes, and I like to take pictures when I hike. Um, and at some point, and I think I posted a few pictures on social media of my hikes. And at some point, I asked myself, like, why am I posting these pictures on social media? Like, is the point of the hike so I can have things to post on social media? And I, and I was like, that's not why I'm hiking. And I don't know why I feel like I'm doing this. Um, but I started to question that. And I started to think, like, why do I need to show people that I'm doing this? You know what I mean? Because, like, cause I'm, not, I'm not doing this to show people, but, but why do I want people to know that? And I feel like, I'm trying to figure out how to word this. Sometimes you, I see posts on social media of people, like, doing yoga. Like, I remember seeing a post of somebody doing yoga on the, the top of their car at the beach. And talking about, like, achieving balance. Or, like, you know, it was some, like, altruistic hullabaloo and just like you know nonsense hullabaloo <laughs> and I just remember being like the king of random I just, words well I just I remember looking at that and feeling like you know what like this is not a routine like you can't tell me that you have this habit of doing yoga on top of your car that's changed your life you know what I mean and I think I'm, I wonder if wait why can't you I mean maybe maybe it's Maybe it's a real thing, okay? But I'll be honest, I'm skeptical. There's go, there's go yoga. <laughs> but I guess what I'm trying to say is, in this day and age, I think it's important that we question ourselves, and especially with social media, because I think it's easy for us to get caught up in social media and to think that, like, I need to post all these things I'm doing to social media so people know that I have a routine. And I think that's an example of where if you get lost in that, then you might be doing things that are actually good for you, but if you're so worried about like, oh, well, I need to make sure that people know that I'm doing this, then you might be missing out on the good that you could actually be getting out of the experience, right? Does that make sense? Any sense? Yeah, no, it makes sense. I'm, I don't think it makes, I don't think I'm trying to say what I, I don't think I'm saying what I want to say completely. What do you want to say? <laughs> well, that's <laughs> the problem, isn't Just it? Just say it. <laughs> Sounds like a routine of yours. <laughs> Think about it some more. It just if anybody else has anything to say, <laughs> I, can, I can say anything. Yeah, I was just gonna say Levi. So I I have had a routine for probably two plus years, probably around two years, that I thought was driving me to do really positive things, and in all reality, it was just feeding this really negative part of my life, and. It's it's funny how sometimes we're doing things, and I think when we develop these routines for ourselves, we don't always take the time to really understand what the consequences of that is in our life, or holistically how it affects us. So I've talked about this before in the podcast, but I had this thing my second year at, at Western Wyoming Community College, the beloved. Um, I went through a horrible breakup and was just like, I'm going to throw my life into being nothing but productive and achieving and blah, 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 blah. Anyways, that meant that I would sleep like three to four hours a night. And the way that I would do that is when I would be super ridiculously tired, I would turn on these motivational videos and I had probably five or six that I would listen to. So, you know, two, three, four o'clock rolls around in the morning. I'm just dying doing calculus and I turn on this video that's like if you want to be successful don't sleep until you're successful if you want to be successful don't eat until you're successful like basically what they were saying was feed you know feed yourself nothing but just trying to I don't know achieve these great things and so I, I would do that I'd be like oh I, I don't need to sleep anymore this is perfect like I don't need to eat I don't need social interactions 
And inadvertently, I was just feeding my crippling depression, which just caught up with me slowly and slowly. And it got worse and worse and worse until finally I had to go and see somebody. I've talked about this too on the podcast. I had to go and see somebody and figure out like, what is wrong with me. And it clicked for me that I had developed this routine of listening to these videos that said, don't eat, don't sleep, don't have a social life, don't do anything but achieve success. And if I would have looked at that idea holistically in the beginning, I would have realized, Levi, you have no time to relax. You're not doing anything that you want to do to de-stress. And all it is is just building up anxiety and it's building and building and building. And it got to a breaking point. And I think we need to be conscientious of that because we do live in a world where we're encouraged to do a lot of things and there's a lot of pressure to achieve a lot or to grow in one capacity or another. And we don't stop to think about the routines we put in place to do that and how they're affecting us on a personal level. And if I wouldn't have stopped watching those videos, I, I, I would be a very different person today because it sucked. And I, and I was just feeding this monster when I thought that this routine was so good for me. Oh, there's our neighbor. They're watching this video. They have they have a routine of hitting the walls and cussing. Being loud and noisy. So my question is, this is kind of off script, but because I think for myself, there are so many routines that I consider that I see in others that maybe I start to develop, whatever. But I I don't have that that vision of like you know where I don't know if it's where the routine can take me or the consequences or whatever. Like, either how have you guys, or how do you think I can better account for those possible consequences? Is it just something that I need to stop and, like, you know, like, I don't know, take some time to ponder and meditate on? Like, have you guys talked to other people when it comes to routines? Like, I mean, it, are routines something for you guys that, like, you talk about with other people before you develop them? Like, you know, what? I feel like they're more spontaneous than anything, typically. They're, yeah. they're, they're not something I actively think through a ton, and then I'm like, I will implement this into my life. And so do you think it is just something that we just have to, like, live and learn with a lot of these routines? I think some things, like, we were talking about how you, like, you realized your driving routine, what purpose it was fulfilling for you. I think there are routines that we just naturally do that we, that without knowing, like, this is actually beneficial to me. I think there are other routines where it's like, hey, this is somewhere where I want to be. It's like an active I know I want to be here in life. Like, I want to write a book. So I'm going to develop the routine of writing 30 minutes every day, right? Um, the other one, like, it's harder to be like, hey, I want to make sure I'm always emotionally healthy. So, I'm, you know, like, how do you, how do you do I'm going to avoid toxic people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's ways to do that. But sometimes your, your body knows you need that. And so it, it will, like, kind of push you to, like, do things that help, uh, help you achieve that. But, yeah, I think... Sometimes yes and no. I, I think, again, it's, it's like being self-aware. Being self-aware is a big way of developing positive routines. Because like we said, we weren't... Levi had a negative routine. I had a negative routine. I think we've all had routines that have gotten to a place. Maybe it's not even negative. It's just not achieving the original thing. Because we weren't even aware of like what it was doing at this point. We were just doing it. And you're not, you're not being self-aware of it. So Yeah, I think another say being self-aware is you weren't listening to yourself. No. You weren't listening to your own emotions. You felt like you didn't have enough time for yourself, or you felt like crap, or you felt like you didn't have moments to de-stress and just not think. And because of that, you know, it got it, it got really bad. And if you're not conscientious of of what your your body or your spirit or your mind is telling to you, then I think you will become somewhat top heavy on these really. I want to do these really awesome routines or I want to achieve X, Y, Z. For sure. I, I think that's something that I've come to realize in this conversation is whereas before I thought that all the routines in my life I controlled and I, you know, I initiated consciously, but I'm realizing that, you know, quite a few of the routines I have maybe aren't controlled by me, but they just naturally arise because like, that's what I need. And I'm, you know, fulfilling that without realizing it. And so, yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. So can I, oh, go ahead. Ethan. Oh. <clears throat> um, 
I like your idea of like how much control you had over your routines. Because going back to my short stint this summer of trucking, that was a really interesting experience for me because I ended up taking this job where all of a sudden like I had like any, anything that I might have had as a routine, it was really hard to keep as a routine, right? Because now I lived in a truck and my schedule was, I'd never had a schedule like that before. And so it was really interesting because all of a sudden I felt like I had lost a lot of control in my life. Um, and I had, to, I had to come up with new routines because all of a sudden I was like, well, now I have all these new demands placed upon me and I'm struggling to meet those and I'm struggling to find, like I can't control my life the same way that I used to be able to control it. And, and that was really difficult for me because like I couldn't watch a movie. I couldn't enjoy a book the same way I had been able to for you know my whole life almost leading up to that because I lived in a truck. Like I didn't have a spot where I could sit down and read, you know? Um, and I couldn't take a shower in the morning when I woke up or at night. And it was hard for me to wake up and have a good breakfast, right? Like it was just really hard for me to do a lot of these, a lot of things that, you know, help I think contribute to a stable life in some sense. Um, <laughs> what you're saying? Stability was lost. <laughs> a lot of instability. And kind yeah, of stuff. no, it, it was rough. But I started to like to to ask myself like, well, what can I do? You know, like I I don't have a lot of control right now, but what can I do? And what can I work on that will help me to take control over the things that I have? Um, and so it's been interesting because I think and I think we've as we're talking about like how, how do you plan these things and how do you think these things through, I think you have to ask yourself like, what am I doing and how is this contributing to where I want to be? Like Abe said, like if I want to be a writer, how is this contributing to me being a writer? Or what am I getting out of this? Um, and I think those are, is it just the wind? It's windy, sorry. I think those are just questions you have to ask yourself and sometimes it's like, I don't even know where I'm going. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I'm, I actually, I have a great thing. You're going great. He is segueing to, to this thing that I was thinking about. And like, <clears throat> so one of the things that's interesting, think about routines, like we're going back to how routines can become monotonous, like they're, they're monotony. So the, one of the, there's a study that talks about how we have so much mental energy to expend each day. And I think one of the reasons why we develop routines is because often routines are a solution to a problem we have. So let's say like I have the problem of, we'll put an example of high performers like Mark Zuckerberg, Steve Jobs, wear the same shirt every day. Why did he realize most people, they have to think about, they have to expend mental energy figuring out what they're going to wear. It's a problem. Like legitimately, sometimes it's a problem to figure out what you can do. You sit in front of your closet for like 30 minutes sometimes. Yeah, true. But if they just say like, hey, I'm gonna wear the same shirt every day, the day is that much easier and they can put that mental energy into someone else. So it's sort of like me having the same breakfast, it it allows me to not worry about what am I gonna make for breakfast? I love breakfast. Breakfast is one of my favorite meals of the day. I would expend so much energy being like, I'm gonna make breakfast awesome today. But now I just make a shake that's kind of boring. <laughs> but like, it's become a routine and it serves a purpose, right? So it, it's preserving, and this is the thing, like Ethan realized, when we have a life set before, we've already solved these problems. Like we have these routines, like I read here. I know I want to read, so I have a place where I read. So he goes into this truck. Well, all of his things that he used to solve problems have been disrupted, um. and he has to think of new ways to solve them and come up with new routines, and that is a lot of mental energy that he has to expend. So his body is like, freak like I have to think about this all the time whereas before I want to read I just go sit in my chair I want to do this I just go here and it's totally been upended I think something that's that's fascinating about this that just came to my mind is it's almost like whether these are consciously or subconsciously developed it's our way of finding balance in our life right or even getting control of an aspect yeah. of our life and and if you can spend more time understanding what is the balance in my in my life? Is there some imbalance in one area or another? Maybe that's a way to a way that you can a signal to yourself that I should look into developing a new routine or investing time in X Y Z area. I after that experience with watching all those crazy videos, realized I had to put time aside and invest in a routine that was just going to help me connect with myself and understand myself. That ended up being hiking, kind of like it was for Ethan. Mm -hmm. But you can use those as, as balancing methods for your life. Right. 
So unless anybody has final thoughts, or Abe. Well, I can have a final thought, but... Okay. I guess, so th- this is sort of going off this, and something I was thinking about. So I was reading up this article that they published in the Harvard Business Review, and oftentimes we, like, there's people that we view as, like, geniuses and, like, just the next level people that like will never be them. You know, like they must have something different about them. Sometimes they do have different things about them, but there's these quotes and these things I've heard that actually bring it down to a level that's like, makes me realize a lot more is achievable if we get the right routines. And one of those things says, so talk about how research shows that um, a lot of geniuses in history or like people that were very successful in their field, they all had routines. They had specific routines they did. Um, And, Basically, all of these people all had specific daily routines. And there was something interesting that I, I heard. I was listening to James Lawrence. He's the Iron Cowboy. I won't go into it. He did 50 Ironmans in 50 days in 50 states. Insane. No one probably will ever do that again. But and one of the things he says is uh, um, learning, what does he say? Oh, a high tolerance for monotony is an underrated superpower. Uh, and if you think about that, like routine is monotonous. Say that one more time. A high tolerance for monotony is an underrated superpower. And uh, so they're going back to this quote, like it's this guy talks about how genius is the power of making continuous efforts. And and yeah, I'll, I'll cut it off there. But this this thing, like we could all be geniuses if we could just find the right routines. That's super fascinating. And. Are you going to say something? Yeah. Well, were you going to say something? Oh, no. I was just going to eventually go into the routines that we want to develop. So you go. Well, this, I feel like this could be opened up a whole nother can of worms. But it's interesting as we talk about, like, gaining control and, like, this consistent effort that goes into these routines. But we've also talked about, like, listening to yourself and your emotions and how you feel. And I think there has to be a balance there as well. Because I think sometimes mm-hmm. the routine has to overpower. Sometimes that has to supersede how you might be feeling at the moment. Right? You can't always listen to your feelings, or I can't always do what I feel like I should do or what I want to do, right? Um, true. And Abe, I mean, Abe started off with that, that sometimes he, does, sometimes he doesn't want to work out, but he knows that he should anyways. But we've also talked about, well, I had this routine, and um, it, I, I felt good about it, but it, but it wasn't working. Um, and so it's interesting that I think it's probably a whole other conversation of, like, at what point, you know, how do I, how do I judge my, my feelings, or how do I properly evaluate them and what they're what should I do about the way I feel you know should I listen to my feelings or should I not at what point do you do you change the way you react to your feelings but that's another thing for for listeners to think about maybe is you know am I listening a little bit too much to my feelings and I'm maybe letting go of some routines that I should be more consistent at or am I being too rigid with my lifestyle and maybe I'm not allowing myself to to get the things that I need I don't know. I think this is an interesting idea because it's one thing for somebody. Oftentimes, I see individuals that have been highly successful in their lives give speeches where they're like, don't put yourself through all of this, right? I had somebody that went to Harvard once tell me, like, you don't want to go to Harvard. You're going to incur way too much debt. It's going to be way too hard. I remember looking at him and being like, you have the greatest lifestyle I've ever seen. So who are you to, to tell me not to do this, right? Like, I think you're right. There are some instances where, yeah, maybe you need to put your feelings aside and recognize that the, the cost is worth it. And that's a whole another, yeah. right? That's a whole other can of worms, and that's a very individual thing that you have to evaluate on your own. But right. So to wrap up, as Levi said at the beginning of this episode, we want to you know share with our listeners. We hope you guys do this as well. Takeaway wise, um, we would like to develop one routine over the span of. I don't know if we ever said a, a month, time frame. A month. a month. Okay. A lifetime. A lifetime. <laughs> Hopefully. We'll check back right before we die. <laughs> Deathbed. Um, check back on episode 6,000. Yeah. So we would like to develop, you know, routine and um, follow up on it here in a month. And we'd like you listeners to do the same thing. But so let's start with Levi. What is a routine that you're going to work on developing? Yeah. So I did this two days in a row last week. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was like 1 or 2 a.m. in the morning. And Jess and I just went for a walk around the block a couple times. But it was a unique opportunity for us to sit. Well, not sit, but walk. Have a conversation 
we talked we talked about some ideas for the pod like content ideas for the podcast we just had these these simple conversations as we walked around the block at 1 or 2 a.m. in the morning and it was really calm and it was really peaceful and I, I like to go on walks at night but I decided especially after we had this episode that I want to make it a goal to go on a walk with Jesslyn late at night two to three times a week and I want to do that because it gives me more opportunities to spend quality time with her to develop our relationship a little bit of exercise, you know, a little speed walking. <laughs> Abe's over here Seriously pumping iron. Relaxing. We're walking around the block. No, I mean, it, but it really is about the time that I get to spend with her, and, and it's just really peaceful, and it's really calming, and I, I think it's beneficial for my mental health as well. For sure. Ethan? So, something, and I kind of, I kind of set this goal over the summer, but I haven't done it a lot until recently, but one thing that I really want to work on is writing in my journal more. Um... I want to just write my, you know, whether it's thoughts or experiences, um, I want to write something every day in my journal. So hopefully when we check back in in a month, I'll have written, written something down for every day, you know, and I'm giving myself room to say, I don't have to like document the day's events or I don't have to write thoughts down, but as long as I write something down later, I can go back and look and read something that I wrote. That's something that I want to, uh, get better at. Right. That's that's funny because the routine I would like to develop is something that I also mentioned in a previous podcast episode. Um, I talked about before learning new words and kind of you know mastering about them. That recently, about your goal to do that. Yeah, and um, it's been very inconsistent, but it's something that I definitely want to do because you know it's important to me and I feel like it will help me accomplish some things that again I value and so. Um, the routine that I'm going to look to develop is uh, one new word each week. And the mastery of that is, I don't know, but you know, I'm going to learn a new word and uh, incorporate it into my vocabulary. The word for this week can be... Hullabaloo. Hullabaloo. <laughs> if you learn, if you increase your vocabulary, you will look like much less of a raffish rube around people, around your coworkers. <laughs> oh my gosh. Potentially. <laughs> Abe, you might not be here. Are there any routines that you're going to uh, work on developing? Yeah, so I love watching sunsets, and I haven't been doing that lately. I used to do that fairly frequently. I'm going to have the routine of one sunset a week. I'm going to make time to watch one sunset. Like, nice. That's what I'm going to do. Awesome. Listeners, as you've heard, r- routines can be anything. They can be what you make them. And we want you to... Pick a routine as well. We're going to try and do some engagement with this in social media as well. So look for us to ask what your routines were. Please respond. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> make, make, make it a routine of listening to the podcast and <laughs> yeah. interacting. Watch us post this and we get like one response. <laughs> one <laughs> angry you, face. It's not even a like. Yeah. We'll what, see. What were you going to say? I don't know if it's appropriate to bring up on the on air. But I was like, we could, make, we could maybe like spin up a giveaway something like we could oh a little bribery if, yeah. if people if people send us your ideas and, give out an and iPad follow up pro. Yeah, yeah we can have a drawing and we'll give, give out, an iPad out pro. a bag of Tootsie Pops <laughs> <laughs> and with that listeners we hope you enjoy the episode <laughs>